Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> the cocktail of the week this week was sent in by friend of the squad, Lady Talia. It's the Voodoo Juice. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that title. I don't care what's in it. I'll drink it. She sent us a picture of a menu. They they had the Voodoo Juice. It has, it said, a variety of cruising rums. Banana, coconut, citrus, strawberry, and dark. Of Cruisin', Cruisin is a brand of rum. Oh, Cruzan. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Cruisin, yes, but with a Z-A-N, right? Yep. Right, right, yep. not cruising for a bruising. <laughs> That's correct. So banana, coconut, citrus, strawberry, and dark rum, which does kind of make it sound like a college drink, plus pineapple or orange juice. Oh, my God. It is served in a bucket. <laughs> Do you have an ice cube in your mouth? You cannot podcast with an ice cube in your mouth. It's real small. It does not matter. It's going to click around on your teeth and people will hear it. Um, I'll swallow it. (laughs) Swallow it. Update, it's gone. I was at an event once and I don't want to name any names or give too much context. Was it me? It was not you. It was (laughs) way before I met you. Um, I was at a university event and there was a faculty member there and we were talking to a bunch of high profile non-university people it was sort of this thing where you come into a room and everybody's got a little station and they're showing off their stuff uh and this faculty member there's it's like a wine reception these high profile people come through and look at what you're doing and this faculty member had a glass maybe just of water but like a bunch of you know a little plastic cup like from a cocktail reception a bunch of little ice cubes in there and a drink and he was talking to this very high-profiled person who had stopped at our little station and was kind of drinking from the cup and chewing ice in his mouth while he was talking to this high-profiled person. And at some point in the conversation, inadvertently spit an ice cube out of his mouth that he was like rattling around like you were just doing, trying to talk with ice in his mouth. And I watched it fly through the air oh, and no. hit the high-profiled person in like the lapel of his suit and the high-profile person saw it and he kind of like looked down and just like boop, bounced off of him. <laughs> the faculty member had no idea this happened, just like kept on talking with all the ice in his mouth. But I have this, this clear slow-mo picture of the ice cube flying out of his mouth at this like very high-powered person hitting him in the lapel and him looking down and it bounced off onto the floor. And that university is now bankrupt because no donor wanted to give money to Ice Cube. It was the University cube of Maryland. It's still, we're doing Ice fine. Cube Man. <laughs> we're doing fine. To Spitty Man. Uh, Ice Cube Man, as far as I know, did not get any money from that event. I, my One of my more embarrassing memories is on a first date at some fancy event. So I was wearing a tux. Mm. We were having the my date and I were having the like intro salad and I bit down on a cherry tomato and the guts of it squirted out <laughs> at her aggressively. And I was like, this is a disaster. I'm done. <laughs> it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it must've been college, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was college. Some kind of ball. Yeah. Fancy. So everyone's trying really hard to be fancy. And here I am like yeah. spitting tomato, <laughs> squirting tomatoes around. What was her reaction? I think she brushed it, pretended it didn't happen. I was mortified. Mm-hmm. She was nice. I mean, she wasn't a dick about it. Yeah. I don't think that actually affected my, my cred. <laughs> Could have been that I had a big stitch in my mouth from getting hit in the lip with a racquetball racket a week before. That's pretty badass. So I had like stitches in my lip. They looked kind of bad though. <laughs> they were messy <laughs> stitches. Oh. 
Like well. big black stitches like sticking out and awkward knots from the ER. We had uh, a one spring formal at the University of Chicago. I mean, it probably happened every year. But I remember like showing up in the fall and being like, there's a spring formal. I wonder if I'm going to be able to go to that. And I was dating a guy at the time and I went to it. It was at the Drake Hotel, which is very fancy. That hotel sounds fancy because I've heard of it. You've heard of it from the original Mission Impossible movie where John Voight's character like is a little plot point where he's like, oh, yeah, they sent me to, you know, the Drake Hotel Chicago. And like the whole team is like ooing and eyeing. And then later they find uh, oh, spoiler good alert, advertising, though. Yeah. The Gideon Bible that he like took from the hotel because there's this whole like Job 314 oh, thing in yeah. there and it, it kind of ties back to the the drake hotel it's very like old school it sounds 1920s yeah kind of. that's yeah. It, that's exactly what it is um anyway, so we spring had formal there yeah and uh i did go i think it was fine there were some girls there who were very nice to me um just you know like normally like I, I knew girls from stuff, but I didn't have a lot of, I still don't have a lot of female friends. Jen Colson and I were talking on the podcast that we're sort of each other's only female friend. I mean, that's not quite true. I've got other ones, but um, most of my friends, especially in college, were like all guys. And so I was, it was weird. That there were these girls who like didn't know me that well, but were like being nice to me and, you know, trying to include me. Um, and what they did was teach me the Macarena. See, that's great. Yeah. That's inclusive. That's <laughs> so, a, that's a, actually a good wedding skill for it, later in it life. It was very nice. I believe we banned the Macarena from our wedding. Yes, I think you were very clear with the DJ. Like, no requests shall be honored for Macarena. And there may have been a few oh, other... Oh, the Hokey Pokey is far more important. Absolutely there were a few other, not. Absolutely not. No, like everybody get together. Yeah, we didn't have a positive list. We had a negative list. Hey, you know what? In in retrospect, the Macarena would have been fine. Like, I should have allowed the Macarena. Yeah, but it was also so much after the peak of the Macarena that it's almost... Decades. Yeah, I mean, almost forgotten again. <laughs> I just for some reason I just pulled the Macarena up like literally in the last week I've never I've never seen the video for it because like no MTV uh it's real bad but it does have the dance moves in it or is it just those two dudes and the, no, the woman uh, there's like five women in it and uh I but it's those it, cheesy guys who sing it and they're very cheesy yeah well you know I like the guys <laughs> they're cheesy they seemed kind of classy in a 90s way Aye. <laughs> it's it's not terrible. And doing the Macarena actually can be quite fun. Yeah. Especially now that it's like 20 years past Macarena time or whatever. Yeah, you almost do it ironically, but it's still a lot better than the Hokey Pokey. The Hokey the Pokey chicken. makes me angry. Is that the, the chicken chi dance? No, the chick the Hokey Pokey. Oh my God, is they're two different things. Left foot in, you put your left foot out. You put your left foot in and you shake it all about. Is there even a lyric to the chicken dance? No, no. It's just yeah. yeah, there's no singing. It's just like moving. Both of them make me very, very angry. I, you know, that was on our on negative list. Of it was. If you want to get paid, DJ, you best not. But my, we went to my niece's wedding, whatever, like a year ago, and they did both of those there. And I was like, we're going outside. Like I'm absolutely. The hokey pokey is not what it's all about. <laughs> but. <laughs> My niece's husband is from Texas, 
And uh, so he, there were some Texas friends there. There was a decent amount of line dancing. Yeah, they did some boot scooting dances. I, I had a yeah. great time. That was pretty I mean, good. I learned them, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to f- watch what everybody else is doing and do this. And I had a very fun time. Yeah, that that actually was not painful. The, the, it's the hokey pokey and the chicken dance, which are, <sighs> I don't know why they, they touch a nerve, but they kind of do, especially outside the Midwest. I mean, that was a Midwestern wedding oh, too, though. Very but, much. Yeah. I mean, it was not no critique on her wedding, which was very nice, but um, no hokey, no hokey pokey for me. <laughs> and we Ever. we stayed true to that. There was no none, none was snuck in. <laughs> Nobody brought their like boombox. <laughs> uh, all right, administrative corner. Yeah, the only thing I can think I love administrative <laughs> corner. So I, I was had like, to, oh my god, I'm like skipping ahead because I'm because I'm I don't because you're kind of responsible for administrative thought. corner today. Yeah, because I because I I I needed to find something for administrative corner because I love it so. Um, so the only thing I can think of is is Valentine's Day is coming up, a, a decent amount of time away, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but never too late to think about what you might get, and you can always get a cameo from the squad to your love. Are you going to uh, buy a cameo from the squad to me? Yeah, m- many because the more we get, the more uh, money we make. <laughs> Yeah, of course. I'll get you like seven. <laughs> You're going to have to make them all. One for each. Oh, I thought you'd make a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No, never mind. <laughs> Dear just- Jen, you're <laughs> the most amazing person who's ever existed in the whole entire history of the earth. And we love you so much. And you're 100% the best. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting Vank in charge of this project. <laughs> <laughs> Vink, you got to come up with seven videos to Jen. Oh, my God, Vink. All right. Uh, hmm. Good job on administrative I corner. put her on the counter earlier today. Oh, you you were there. I have footage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was videoing. I just looked over and Vink's standing on the counter and Ingo's like doing the dishes and I just silently took a video. Nice. Like someone filming the cops from across the street just in I mean, case. <laughs> this, <laughs> <laughs> this could be the first of the dog updates, right? This Vink gets weirdly anxious, goes to the kitchen and fixates on a corner of the kitchen that we don't know exactly why it's extremely annoying i mean you've done forensics you like removed everything from that corner and she still kind of was looking in there we took corner. all the stuff out of the cabinets we yeah. being you yeah the food is gone the food is gone the treats were gone i mean it's probably haunted at this point <laughs> i think it's haunted haunted seems like the best explanation at this point. she sees some ghost there and it could be ghost boots i mean maybe I ghost boots is up there like would be on brand like whispering messing with her to like in- incite her and then he goes hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <Food>. <laughs> Vink gets in trouble again <laughs> yeah yeah um all right dog updates that was the first one that was a good one yeah. um brody this week a few days ago got me up at like 245 which is not like the most unusual thing he's an old man Brody and Hops are both difficult to rouse at bedtime to get them to go out. And, and impossible. They make themselves even heavier than they are and like latch onto the ground. They're kind of like, I might be dead. I'm, I'm absolutely not getting up and going outside. I might be liquid flowing into the ground. So sometimes they will not have been out since before dinner because they just don't want to get up after dinner. And so that means eventually they will... Not so much hops, but Brody will be like, okay, like actually now I need to go. Right. And for Brody, that means they haven't gone out since 
second dinner. <laughs> it's in second dinner. Uh, so it's not that unusual that he gets me up at 245. It's not every day, but it's not weird. So I'm like, all right. So I like get out of bed and I like, it was one of the days we've had a, a little Florida Keys cold snap, right? So it was like in the low 60s. No, it was dangerously cold. It was not dangerous. It might, uh, might have been in the 50s at night. It was it was nippy. It might have been like 59. Felt like fall. Anyway, I had my sweatpants next to the bed. So I like pull on my sweatpants. I like put my little, you know, short sleeve robe on and take them out. We go down the elevator and immediately he takes two steps out of the elevator <laughs> and starts peeing. And I was like, okay, like Great. he I'm really had to go. Like that's makes sense. He, that's why he's waking me up at that's this right. hour. You have credibility there, uh, Brody. And then he finally finishes peeing and sort of trots off. And I was like, oh, he must have to do like more business. And so I'm like waiting there and I'm waiting. He's not coming back and I call him, but he's mostly deaf at this point. He can't hear great. So he doesn't come. So I, I kind of walk over and, uh, his usual spot. Don't see him in his usual spot in the yard. And then I look and I see him in the water. (laughs) He's swimming. There's like 20 mile an hour winds like blowing in from the water. So there's like waves and he's just standing in there in the dark at 2:45 a.m. and I'm like he's discovered the stairs. <laughs> uh, I'm like get out and he just looks at me cuz he can't get out by himself. He could if he would use the damn ramp, but he will not. He will he's not like, use the ramp. No, yeah. I need to come up like the stone step things that are kind of carved in here, but he can't get up them. His legs aren't strong enough. And I'm like get get out. Like, <laughs> it's cold. I'm like go get snacks. He won't come out for the snacks. He's like I can't get up there. So I have to take my pants off so I can go into the dark ocean cold. in the middle of the night. Dark, cold ocean. Yeah. Who knows what creatures are slurping around in there? Lobsters, octopi. I mean, for sure. Octopuses, sorry. We, we've got an octopus. We've got a bunch of lobsters, crabs, jellyfish. Barracudas. I, I can't see them because it's dark. I'm just walking into the dark ocean to boost his lazy butt up the stairs to get him to come back in he was so pleased with himself he loves swimming i mean that is he has rediscovered his joy yeah, of swimming like just in the last couple of weeks yeah it's weird because i would have let him go in anytime for like the 10 days you were gone i just like let him out he totally could have gone in he never did yeah no it must have been one of the times when he had his elbow bandage on and wasn't allowed to swim that he sort of thought well i guess i'm never gonna swim again <laughs> because he hasn't tried for a long time yeah um so yeah my, i guess next mission is to try to get him to coax him up the ramp learn and, to and use the ramp i mean hops can use it when she wants but she she hopples up there yeah remy's oncologist update you took him up on friday i think last yeah, friday Friday to miami yep my spa day in miami for for remy how did it go it was good Tell it, us all was, about it. it was as the last few of these have been um a relatively a long drive with a quick visit at the end mm-hmm. and a long drive back but um they do a cdc which i only know from the show er um complete blood count is what that stands for cbc mm-hmm. oh what did i say cdc it's cbc cbc they do a cbc and then the doctor um the vet um feels his lymph nodes and compares the size of them to the last reading yep so it isn't very long procedure 
uh, and this time he didn't end up stubborn some in someone's office in the back he was <laughs> he was quite quite pleased and quite cooperative um, but no change in anything he looks good his readings his blood readings look good uh, non-elevated lymphocytes I guess yeah and his lymph nodes looked about the same I think the one set was slightly smaller one set was slightly bigger but nothing of concern um, and we're going to a what six weeks between checkup schedule and at some point we'll go to two months between checkups yep and the vet is says you know this is this is very good yeah yeah that's good yeah so he's the 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 cancer continues to be lazy just, just hanging out yeah I also wrote down that we wanted to talk about Remy's 19th toenail. Yes, I think that's good. 21st? No, because only four in the back. Oh, yeah. Do all dogs have all dogs have 18? I mean, they some don't. some dogs are missing. Like Brody don't have their dew claws. Uh, that, but I don't want to know why he doesn't have dew claws. Somebody cut him off when he was a puppy. I mean, he's just... Dogs have dew claws, right? In yep. the front. They have yep. five toes in the front and four on each in the back. Yep. Classically. Yep. And Remy does not have an extra toe. He just has an extra toenail. But it's a full-on live toenail. It is on top of an existing toenail. So it's like his pinky He's got like a toe. double toenail. And there's like his regular nail. And then there's a little one. And for a while I was like, oh, he cracked it. And like the top part is cracked and raised up. But no, it's just a second toenail on top of the first one. It's a littler, but it's got a quick, like at some point I'm like, I'm going to cut that off. And I started trimming it and then it started bleeding because it got too close. And he was like, what the fuck, Jen? And I was like, I'm sorry. I did not realize that was a live part of you up there. There's a bird called a hornbill that I kind of hmm. picture this as where it, it kind of has like a, a big beak, like a toucan, but then it has a big like hollow thing on top of its beak that looks like a second beak. Is what his toenail looks like. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the hornbill right now. Yeah. That's fair. It's like that's what his toenails look like. There's a big toenail, and then there's a little toenail, kind of piggybacking on the big toenail. But yep. it's a full-on toenail. It's not a a lump, or as you say, you know, a split toenail. Mm -mm. It's a full-on toenail with a quick ouch. Yep, we have yeah. to keep it trimmed. I trim it with my little nail trimmers. Instead so if of we ever one. are in a position of having to identify Remy and you know to prove that he's our dog, we'll know. It's, he's got that weird oh. toe. I thought you were talking about like if we had to claim his body or something. No. I know all of your defining characteristics. So if I have to, after, if you get like burned up and I have to identify your body, I could do it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be dead, so it won't matter. <laughs> 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 You've memorized my finger <clears throat> fingerprints. <laughs> There's a whirl. Yeah. And then. <laughs> uh okay additional dog updates um so as you guys know from the last year i have written a book with my co-author stacy um our book is scheduled to be released november 15th i believe is our publication date you'll be hearing a whole bunch once it's available for pre-order oh this should be administrative corner i think i think this is administrative the book stuff will be but that that's just sort of you all know that that's happening it's like a science book with like a bunch of your guys stories in it um so we're done like the manuscript has been submitted we've done two rounds of edits with our editor it's done it's like with the copy editor now and we're starting to do like all the fun stuff <laughs> uh, i mean writing the book was super fun but the uh, easier stuff i guess where we're not writing stuff and so we needed to have a cover for the book and i was like you know i know how to take pictures of dogs why don't you let me try and 
you know, feelings won't be hurt. If you don't like what I did, you can absolutely send a professional photographer here. We can, you know, take a picture of some other dog, but I think it'd be great to put one of our dogs on the cover and like, let me take a picture and see what you think. So I did, you know, just some pictures with my phone and I was like, you know, I think something like this and, you know, it sort of looks like this. And they're like, oh yeah, great. Like try it with a neutral background, whatever. So I had uh, Jared Dad's office set up. I had to like order all this stuff. So I had like lights, like photography studio lights and like this white backdrop. Like I had a shower curtain rod run like suspended in the... um, the closet space and then like this white backdrop and then I'd keep the door closed so no dogs would go in and fuck it up and then I'd be like Vink get in here and I'd bring (laughs) Vink in and I could hold her attention for like three minutes of like getting her to sit on the backdrop and let me take her picture yeah and then she'd get bored and start and then we'd have to leave so for like three days wow like this is while you were in Germany secret project multiple times a day I'd be like Vink come in here and she's like oh there's snacks in there and I'd like get her I'd sit down and I'd take her picture um, and so eventually I finally got some really good pictures of her looking like right at the camera that I'm like, this will make a great book cover. And I sent the two favorites off to Simon and Schuster, who's our publisher. And, and they're like, oh, these are great. And like, that was sort of it for like two weeks. And then yesterday they sent us the cover back from the cover design team in Simon and Schuster. Uh, it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I fainted. It's now I the, saw it and I fainted. It's the lock screen on my phone. It's my baby, but like a glamour Dang. shot of my baby. She's like looking right at the camera. Oh my God. It's so good, you guys. I'm not allowed to share it yet because it's, excuse me, it's secret, but it's so good. Yeah. So like, even if you don't care about like the science or people's bonds with their dogs, like you're going to be able to get a picture, picture of Vink. Picture the best photo of Vink that there exists. Oh my God. This is 10 times better. I have like, you know, a hundred pictures of Vink that I took in doing these little photo shoots. So tonight I'm going to post like uh, not selected photos of Vink on the neutral backdrop to the Patreons and super followers. Behind the scene loser photos. <laughs> They're also really good. I have so many good pictures of Vink, but the best one is the one that they picked for the cover. And it was clearly like this one is the best one because I, as I was taking them, I was texting my co-author Stacy and I was like, all right, like here's the best ones from this one. And she's like, yeah, I still kind of like that one you took in your yard better. And I was like, I know, but we can't use the one in the yard. Like the lighting's weird. There's a background. And, uh, and I'm like, all right, here's the next one. And she's like, yeah, like that's not bad, but I like the yard one better. And then I got these, I was like, I think this is it. She's like, oh yeah, that's really good. That's good. So I was that's like, That's good okay. that, that she gets credibility for being critical mm-hmm. up front. That's good. Yep. Um, so anyway, it's too bad because I would have lobbied for, you know, bank on the counter. But, you know, this is a serious book for a serious is, publisher. Why you're not in charge of <laughs> this, this is among many other things. The only way I can make money is to buy our merch. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's that's forthcoming. But, you know, it's January and the book will be out in November. So the pre-orders will be available probably over the summer, maybe. Um but I don't know. So we it'll be a ways. It's pretty cool that it has a title. I mean, it makes it look really real. What picture of you is going to be in there? I still have to take my author photo. Wait, they didn't like the one of with your back? <laughs> oh, I, that was like potential cover photo. Oh, okay. Like I need an author photo that's going to be, you know, like on the inside flap that's going to be like my face. And I am going to try to do it, I think, with hops. 
but I got to, it's going to be a process, right? It's got to be like a good high resolution photo. Yeah. So it's going to be like self portrait for oh me. And, so and the you've lighting's got to like gonna it. Be right. you... Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's going to be a whole. That's true. If it were me liking it, I'd be like, every photo is great because <laughs> it looks like you. But and you're like, no, I don't like this as much. No. I don't, do, I can, I can do better. Lighting, eh. Yeah. If this book is like on the New York Times bestseller list, I don't want to be like, I hate that picture of me in the book so much that all these people have bought. I'm going to do a Trump and buy them all. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> I don't think I have the money. But anyway. <laughs> oh my God, we'll be broke. No, we'll be rich because all the... <laughs> will have been bought i don't understand how this doesn't work i mean the percents that i get you will have sold all your books that makes us rich (laughs) and i'll just buy it on the credit card don't worry i won't pay cash (laughs) i'm gonna use a credit card (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i wonder if you could buy like ten thousand copies and then like the way that you get on the the New York Times bestseller list, it's how many copies you sell in a week. So the reason that authors are like push really hard for you to pre-order is that all of the pre-orders count for the first week of sales. Yeah, that's so you have months to get that first week of sales. It's great. Because most most books, you know, like my book, I mean, unless it, it becomes like this runaway thing, you get you're going to sell a whole bunch at the beginning and then it's going to drop off and some new books going to come out the following week. So you right. you have like a week to be on the bestseller list. Um, and so it's like, you got to get all those pre-orders in because if people order the second week, like it's great that they buy the book, but it's not counting to like your biggest week of numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wonder if you could buy like 10,000 copies on the credit card, like the week before it comes out. And then we get on the New York Times bestseller list, and then you just return them. <laughs> and buy them again for the second week. <laughs> <laughs> like just on Amazon, like return, uh, order placed by mistake. <laughs> order placed. <laughs> was the wrong size. Wrong size. <laughs> Accidental order of 10,000 copies. And then the next week, ooh, I made that mistake again. <laughs> Accidentally. They'll be like, sir. Sir, you have to keep these books. Oh. <sighs> plan didn't work that well <laughs> uh so there's gonna be all we have we're getting ready to have our call with the marketing team but i like the way you're thinking this is the way i'm thinking oh my God. so <laughs> there there will certainly be more book talk coming but uh vink so cute don't, uh, also don't take investment advice from me no no <laughs> we just bought lotto tickets to buy to win a billion dollars and we didn't we got what one number hey we got 10 bucks on that ticket i matched three numbers on one line yeah then we played again and we got one number one out of single number the, whole the whole grid. <laughs> <laughs> the whole grid, we matched one number once. Yeah. It was, it's actually probably low odds to be that bad. This is why we have a financial advisor. <sighs> she doesn't say buy tickets. No, she does not. But it was a billion bucks. Come on. I know. Uh, the last piece of dog update is that Guacoman is going in for surgery next week. He's yeah. got some benign growths on his gums. Uh, but they're getting a little bigger and they can, you know, catch food particles and stuff in there. And so we're going to get those taken off. So yeah. This is his first surgery since uh, the Brillo pad incident. In yes. He's been he's been our healthy dog for the last, what, three years or yeah. something. Yeah. And he still is. Like, this is more precautionary to avoid future problems. Yes. So. And, and we continue to make sure he doesn't ingest more toys when he gets 
anxious. No toys were swallowed this week, at least in any substantial part. Which is the week before, no toys stayed down. <laughs> well, that he swallowed. He, yeah, that's true. They, I, I'm pretty good at getting them all back out at this point. But he did eat half a blau- uh, um, avocado last week. Yeah, he was, week. he was feeling very anxious. <laughs> he was literally eats his feelings and a toy, which is rare. But then he does it with determination. So for ramblings this week, um, I I've got a good item here. So, Ingo, as you may know, Blauhai is a trans community icon. I didn't know that. Yep. Blauhai, like Ikea Blauhai. Yep. Oh, that's great. Yep. And, um... I didn't... Oh, that e- makes it even better. Yep. Great. So, Ikea Canada. So, I got this... Somebody sent me... A few people sent me this post from Halifax Sexual Health Center in Canada. Yeah. Um, HSHC, Halifax. And they said, hey, like H-E-J, like they say at Ikea. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Ikea Canada has graciously gifted us a B-U Blauhai. So it's B-E-Y-O-U, one word. B-U, like U-B-U, Ingo. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But like just B-E-Y-O-U. A B-U Blauhai, a very soft shark, handmade in trans flag color. So here's the Blauhai. Instead of being like all blue, he's like blue on the top. And then the the like lower part Pinkish. that would be blue is pink, and then he's white on the bottom, and like the trans blue flag. Fin. That's cool. It's cool. Yeah. So he's the so IKEA Canada has gifted HSHC in Halifax a BU Blauhai, a very soft shark, handmade in trans flag colors. Good job, IKEA. BU will be hanging out at HSHC as a comfort item for patients to give a squeeze to during their more nerve-wracking services, such as gender-affirming hormone injection teaching post-op appointments, and blood draws. So he's like an emotional support trans Blauhai. That's great. From Ikea Canada to this center. So how about that? That's great. Our dogs can't be anywhere near that sweet Blauhai because they'll tear it apart because they they're colorblind and don't care. That Blauhai needs to be protected. At all costs. At all costs. But I thought that was pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Good job, Ikea Canada and Halifax HBC. Yeah. HSHC, <laughs> giving gender affirming care to people, and yeah, you got an emotional support. Halifax, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. <laughs> Canadian listeners can just yeah, it's a it's a province. Burkhart. yeah. Wait, do you know? No, you're right. It's Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's giving right, me that's dirty looks across those the eastern, couch. Eastern provinces. Um. Okay, uh, you ready for Taste of the Keys? I am, yeah. Okay, an unwanted skunk named Squirt just joined the Florida Keys Sheriff's Office Menagerie. Oh. So it's squirt. been a while since we've talked about the animal farm. Yep. So the Monroe County Sheriff's Office has an animal farm. It's adjacent to the jail. It's kind of part of the jail complex, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the people in the jail take care of the animals at the animal farm except for that incident a few years ago where they fed the iguana to the alligator that was bad that was bad previous taste of the keys maybe they shouldn't have inmates taking care of the animals there was just one bad inmate they generally do a good job uh you can like when i was doing run every road in the keys like and i ran the little street next to the jail like 
there's just a chain link fence and then there's like the like the ostrich is in there yeah <laughs> like uh the lemur is in there <laughs> like it, there's just a fence you can go you can stick your fingers through if you're an idiot don't i did not okay there's they're just all in there those are snappy pecky pecky animals <laughs> i know uh yeah so anyway they like any of the like exotic animals that they end up seizing or or whatever it's also right next to the spca so i guess they could bring other stuff over they will go live in the animal farm so florida keys sheriff office uh has a new member of the family squirt the skunk <laughs> Squirt. It's a great name. It's a very good name. A rescue skunk landed at the Monroe County Sheriff's Office Animal Farm this week. The skunk won't have any official police duties, but will be part of the critter collection the Sheriff's Office maintains and occasionally opens to the public. Critter collection is great. Squirt joins other new arrivals at the Sheriff's Petting Zoo, but you can't go pet it except they're like twice a year. It's like the animal farm will be open. Yeah. Yeah. Inmates can pet and that's about it. Including Jack the Ostrich, Julian the Lemur, Kinks the Kinkajou, and Lala the Silver Fox. Kinkajou's a monkey. Is it? Yeah, it's I a cute know. little monkey. Well, they got one. Wow. The farm has more than 150 animals. His owner, this is Squirt's owner, felt he was no longer able to spend as much time with him as he deserved. Because he smelled. Was looking to rehome him. Oh. An animal advocacy group picked up Squirt in Central Florida and brought the skunk to the Keys to start a new life. Wow. Squirt won't have what people dread the most. Skunk. Squirts that stink. The newly arrived skunk yeah. has been descented. Wait, he wasn't before? I think he was before. Just like, don't worry. Oh, we're bringing this new guy down, but he's been descented. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most skunk pet, pet skunks are descented to avoid issues i think you'd ha if if i had a skunk i'd be i'd be like i'm gonna stand behind my convictions this skunk loves me i'm gonna leave the glands in and just trust that the skunk won't get too excited and spray me um for any reason the farm has more than 150 animals it was started in 1994 with a scattering of ducks and chickens in an open area underneath the jail facility that's not a farm they just fucking live there they live across the street now yeah have you been out there on college road there's just like all those weird looking ducks and chickens yeah like they escaped yeah i mean maybe this does not bode breakers. well for the jail security either. the farm is open free for the public a couple times a month mm. Monroe County inmates work on the farm, which has grown into one of the Keys' most beloved but off-the-radar attractions. Off oh! Off-the-radar because it's closed. In 2019, an inmate with duties on the farm fed the jail's pet iguana to Irwin the alligator at the petting zoo. Mojo the iguana lived at the farm for 13 years before his demise. That is a previous Taste of the Keys story. Poor I, Mojo. I have, some I have some ideas what they could do with that inmate. I believe you shared those ideas when we covered the story the first they time. They involve feeding the croc. Okay. Uh, German <laughs> word of the week. Um, Zettigungsbeilage. I don't know what that means. It's Beilage is a, is a side dish. Oh, okay. And Zettigung means to fill you up. Oh. To get... Like Full. satiating. Satiating, yeah. Zetikung satiating, yeah. It's just, I'm sure it's the same Latin yep. root. Um, but it's what they... I think it's an, an old East German term where they would say Zetikungsbeilage instead of like 
potatoes or noodles or rice because they weren't exactly sure what it was that day. So the menu would just say, you know, schnitzel mit Sättigungsbeilage. With a filling side dish. Yeah, with a, a side dish to, to fill you up. Yes, to, to satiate you. And and I, this is anecdotal. I haven't done the research on this, but uh, but the word is Sättigungsbeilage. And it is sort of, you know, agnostic as to whether it's potatoes or rice or noodles, but it's in that spätzle, you know, it's a, it, it carbs. Would be, it describes the carbs that would go with a, a main. Yeah. You know, the schnitzel or the pork shoulder or whatever it is that day. Yeah. Settingungsbeilage. Nice. There you go. Learn that over Christmas. Oh, good. Sort of. I mean, I don't trust anything I can <laughs> told by anyone in my family, but that was the story. <laughs> you have any additional things to say f- during Ingo Corner? It's now Ingo Corner. You can um, whatever you want. No, somebody said my sweater didn't look that bad. And I agree <laughs> that it was the best looking sweater of the bunch because yeah. I sent you photos of other sweaters they were from that store that were off the charts bad. Some were solid colored. But bad solid colors like mustard is not a great color. Like ghee. Uh, I mean, fair argument. Would it have been more attractive than that weird pattern? I don't, I don't know. This minimizes the bad colors because it's only like part of the pattern. Yeah. Someone said it looks like, I think, urban camouflage. There was something mm-hmm. there. It looked like some kind of camo. It's vaguely camo inspired. Yeah. Camo I mean, adjacent. I could probably roll around the woods and no one would find me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. But the material definitely is something that, that, that you love. Someone was Touching like. Touching it. Because uh, I was like, it's so itchy. And when I posted the thing the picture of it someone was like i am a knitter and that is not a natural fiber that's synthetic and it has a little tag in it that says made with wool it doesn't <laughs> say that so it classic, is wool that it's made with wool like it's made in a facility that also has wool <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> it's made by people who were wearing woolen sweaters one percent wool 99 yeah. percent polyfiber or some on rayon nylon Muon, <laughs> something, something not natural. Uh, yeah. All right. Anything else? No, I do. No, the pressure. It's intense. You know, we do Ingo Corner at the end of every podcast, so you could prepare ahead of time if you would like. You I did, but I already like gave away all my good stuff earlier. Okay, you're also allowed to just be like, nope, nope. Thanks for everyone for listening. You're all great. And I hope you have good 2023s. Happy New Year still. And until next time, Slava Ukraini. There you go. And don't fight anyone unless they ask you to. Yep. Bye. Bye.